Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, welcome everybody to Case in Point again, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you on today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Atlanta studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While most all businesses have security issues and concerns, not all are about physical security. And we will touch on that and all aspects related to security through the course of each show. Our guest today, I'm happy to have Tony Curtin, who's Associate Broker with REMAX Center. Hi. Glad to have you here. Hey, Rick. And Lee Blodgett, who's Branch Manager for North Point Mortgage, the holder of the money. Hey, Rick. <laughs> hey. Good to be here. You know, we try to, you know, support all businesses, and like I say, not all of them are security and security related, but I mean, you can't get much more security related than your home and also your finances. So in a lot of ways, it's, it's perfectly on target for us. I'd kind of like to start out with, um, as I usually do, with who is Tony? And <laughs> how did you get in this business and where do you come from? Well, uh, I was born and raised here in Atlanta and so were my parents. Uh, my mom, Sandra Perkins, was a realtor uh, for 35 years in the Atlanta area, metropolitan Atlanta. and. She started at Northside Realty, and uh, so did I. They were, you know, a local uh, company back then, and um, and uh, so I started in 1991. She started back in the 70s, but that's what got me excited about the business was seeing my mother enjoy it and and helping people buy and sell homes. Are you Atlanta born and raised? Yes. Atlanta bred, as they say. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. tell you. Piedmont Hospital. <laughs> I, I hear you. And Lee, how about you? What brings you in here? Well, I um, I actually was born and raised in Houston, Texas. And uh, my, my wife home and I, state. Is it? Great. Yeah, we, um, uh, my wife and I moved here in uh, 1999, and I uh, started in the mortgage business in 2003, so I've been doing this about 16 years, and um just really, um, you know, enjoy the finance side of it, and then helping people get in, you know, get into home, helping families you know, realize the dream of home ownership. So it's been uh, a great 16 years. Yeah, I'm always, you know, respectful of the people that handle the money <laughs> and all the math. I just like to sit back and watch and say, y'all do your job. <laughs> Fun stuff. Well, and so with the. Um, broker in the office what broker are you with Tony? i am with uh remax center my broker is pat fennick um he's uh opened the business back um i think in 95 maybe 94 95 him and his wife Faye and their two daughters who are now married they run the office and we have three locations one right there in duluth on old peachtree road we're adjacent to california dreaming there and across the street from home depot 1140 Old Peachtree Road, um, and then we have a Johns Creek office and a Brazelton office, and they run a tight ship there. We've got all full-time agents, um, and uh, he's a wonderful broker. I've enjoyed being with him. How long have you been with him? I've been with him since 2010, but I was uh, with uh, Remax. I've been with Remax for 25 years. I was with Remax around Atlanta on Satellite Boulevard. Um, 
at first for many, many years, and then just recently um, went over to be in, in uh, Pat's office. And 25 years is a long time in it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I was in law enforcement was 25 years. Wow. So I, I know how long that can be. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Northside Realty before that for three, so 28 years total uh, that I've been selling. <laughs> uh, Lee, what about your broke, your uh, mortgage? Where is it located? And uh, well, North Point Mortgage is um, actually a branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage, where mm-hmm. our, our North Point uh, main branches in Roswell, but we have locations within um, the Remax office there at Old Peachtree Road. Uh, we have an office in Brazelton, and we have multiple around um, the, the Atlanta metro area. So you're not exactly a small one. We're a pretty good sized uh, entity. Yep. Fantastic. Well, you know, looking at Gwinnett County, since you're both located here, how is the Gwinnett market today? It's fantastic. Um, it's come back from the downturn in 2008 when we had so many foreclosures and, and such a depressing time for many people who lost their homes. And it's recovered great. And um, especially the last couple of years, it's, it's really been pretty much a seller's market now and uh, lots of appreciation. And maybe some folks don't even realize that inventory was low here in the last couple of years and homes are going as fast as hours or even just a day or two and so um, average homes on the market in Gwinnett or anywhere depending on what what part of Gwinnett exactly but probably anywhere from 30 to 60 days on the market average um, some sell a lot faster and some take a little longer Has, and uh, I've seen the building of homes and everything increase yes, drastically here in the last five years and six years, and you know, with with that, I'm sure that your business has really had a big uptick with the new home purchase. What about old homes? Old homes are still great too, um, but yes, just recently they've started new construction, uh, probably in the last year, year and a half. So, um, but resales always do well, and people don't always want a brand new home. Sometimes you get much smaller lots than the resales can offer. And a lot of homeowners are good about maintaining and updating, and, and so they can be competitive with even a new home, you know, with the size of the yard. But people love yards, and Gwinnett is a, a family-oriented county with great schools, and so. Would you say the homes are pretty well spread so that the first-time buyer uh, maybe not have the greatest credit in the world because they are first-time buyers and they're new into the into the home buying Mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that it you have basically the whole spectrum from the the people homes for those type people that are down sure just we coming do. in all the way up to the absolutely several million dollars yes absolutely there's first time and in fact i think the average uh, price in gwinnett um sold is probably just 275 250 um is average i mean we do have very expensive homes in certain areas of gwinnett but um so yeah it's very affordable in gwinnett for families and and because the schools are so great a lot of people come here um but yes the first-time home buyers can um can get a home right now probably you know 175 200 you can still really really pretty good yeah it's not bad just you know you got to look hard but well when it comes to these let's talk about the new home buyers and stuff right now when it comes to this and and i guess this would be a question for you lee is you know the mortgage industry and getting the mortgages how difficult is it for these people with not a lot of credit or maybe not the highest best credit in the world to actually get uh, a home or 
are y'all in the market with the the lease purchase type stuff? Yeah, well, I think the purchase is you know still you know uh, predominantly the way to go. I think lease purchase probably limits your availability of homes. As Tony was saying, it really is a seller's market out there right Absolutely. now, and so when a seller puts the home on the market there may be multiple people trying to buy that home so the idea of them wanting to lease it as opposed to sell it to those multiple opportunities to sell probably isn't there as much um, but it's very accessible for first-time home buyers because we can get a person into home with as little as three three and a half percent of the sales price as a down payment uh, and these payments on that 175 to 200 price range that tony mentioned are going to be better than what they can find at renting in the gwinnett county area so it's it's you know it's a affordable um, house payment building equity in a home and you know and, and you know uh, not only from the principal reduction but the appreciation in the house that tony's referring to now that's you know and, and that's an excellent point that it's really you know better to own that home i know my son who just turned 30 uh, has his own home and we convinced him several years ago to buy his own home in in the swanee area and uh, it was an old home that yeah. needed fixing up that he's done a great job on. But he was able to get into the home, uh, building his equity and everything. So it, yeah. it's really been a positive for him. Of course, my wife, who was a CPA for many yeah. years and our CFO, is is the type of person that pushed him into getting out of that apartment. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> it, it does make some economic sense, that's for sure. Well, what are buyers looking for and how does the buyer prepare themselves actually purchasing a home well the first thing is the pre-approval we need to make sure they can qualify um, and so I know at times people get excited and they you know just try to start looking and they don't really know what they can afford and so they have to go through a mortgage company like North Point and, and Lee and become you know get their income checked and and um, their credit checked and then once they get pre-approved then we put them in our car and take them around and show them homes and that's really the first step that pre-approval is important it's it's got to be because when uh, you make an offer for them the seller wants to see that pre-approval letter right away well that makes sense you want to know that don't want to waste your time and talking with somebody that really can't even buy it in the first place that's right and i'm sure um, you don't want to waste your time and and the seller's time because exactly. the seller goes under contract with the buyer and then all of a sudden they find out later the buyer can't qualify that can be devastating to them and they might have turned down a couple of offers that's right uh for their home during absolutely that time. yeah mm -hmm. well that's the that's the thing i mean we try to you know as tony said the very first step is to get that pre-approval and what we discuss in that pre-approval process is a couple things one you know, we want to make sure that the person meets the requirements of the loan that they're actually pre-qualified but really more importantly does this meet their budgeting needs for their out-of-pocket expense and their monthly payment can expense? they pay for it yeah and, and really are they comfortable with that because you know the point is you know they may qualify for a loan but if they have expenses that aren't part of that qualification process that they know about we really want to make sure that they're comfortable their family's comfortable with what that monthly payment is that out-of-pocket expense is and you know one of the uh, you know very difficult things is if someone you know starts looking at homes before they've gone through that process and they get their mindset on you know $400,000 homes and then they speak to a mortgage person they find out the payment on that $400,000 home is much greater than they would be comfortable in paying and now they're looking at homes that are 
below the level that they started looking at and that can you know be a frustrating process for them so it's so much better to get comfortable with what your expectations are as far as like out-of-pocket expenses at the time of closing and your monthly payment so when you do go out there with tony you're looking in the right area you know and then as tony said the, the other vitally important thing is if we're talking about multiple offers on um you know on a property they want to make sure that that person is coming with a well-qualified letter from a from a trusted financial institution well yeah and i would imagine that you know if you you're out there and you've got your mind set on these great big beautiful homes that a lot of people look at it and say well i make enough money to qualify but they don't stop to think about all of the other stuff the outgoing expenses they have they don't they don't look at all that and say well yeah but by the time you really get it all boiled down this is only the amount of money that you have that you can allocate to paying for a home. There's and an equation, yeah. right? Yep, <laughs> I, I, I would imagine so. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's one of those things where you really got to understand what it is that you can afford to pay when it comes down to the end of it. And I guess that's where you come in to really helping them, Lee. Absolutely, yeah. We just want to make sure that, you know, like I said, I always say that. I said there's, you know, two things, what you qualify for and what you feel you can afford. And they may be two different things because I may be able to qualify you for a very high number. But when you factor in all those things, like you said, you know, if someone has, goes to private school or if they like to go on a lot of vacations or if they're a member of a, you know, a country club or whatever that may be, those they're are like expensive. Their, their boats and their trailers. Yeah, and exactly all that right. Stuff. Exactly right. We want to make sure that they're comfortable with that house payment and home relative to their lifestyle. And, yeah. And, and I would think another thing, Tony, would be you don't want to get your mind set and your vision set on something that you think that you want and be looking at that kind of stuff when you really need to be, you know, once you know the area of your uh, affordability, right? then you can concentrate on looking at homes in that and you, you don't get your, your hopes up. Your and, hopes up mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't look at something and say, well, I'm going to have to settle for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't want to settle for something. Well, and you some get people something. think they can just make offers and uh, lower offers than asking price. Maybe they you know can't afford but they'll look above their means and we don't want them to do that because you know yeah, you we're know, in a, a seller's, seller's market, market. Yep, yeah exactly and when people they just say no we're not going to reduce somebody will be here that wants to buy it for what we want to sell it for mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know that i think a lot of the first time even people that have bought homes back many years ago that it was workable that you come in there and you offer them ten thousand dollars less than what they're asking and they take it because it was the buyer's market. That's right. And now then they get into that position where they, they like I say, you don't want to go into it and be disappointed with having to settle for something because you're never really happy with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're going to be with this. This is the largest expense that most people ever make in their lives. Mm -hmm. So you got to be happy with what you pick. Right. And the seller will dissect when they get more than one offer. They will really look at the detail of the offer, how much someone's putting down. Some people have 20 percent to put down. Some people have less. Um, and so it can get it can get, uh, uh, you know, it's a particular thing that a seller is looking for when they get especially more than one offer. Well, what so. is what is the amount that you have to put down before you have to pay the PMI? 20 percent. Yep, twenty percent. Build there are, your equity to twenty percent. Yeah, there are ways. Um, the the uh, the mortgage insurance PMI is um, you know traditionally traditionally it was a pretty high expense and people have a bad taste in their mouth or have an idea that it's pretty expensive. But actually, 
in um, recent years, it's actually gotten very um, uh, reasonable for the folks with the higher credit scores. Uh, so there are there are times that you you can look at a five percent down loan with some mortgage insurance, and that payment isn't so much higher than the twenty percent down payment, and that money that you could be you know, you're putting towards the house, you could be putting into an investment vehicle that's getting a greater return, and that trade-off can be there. So the, the mortgage insurance isn't necessarily a bad thing, but yes, it's avoided at 20% down. It does come into play at less than 20% down, but there are times that it makes financial sense to have it. And well, as, then, as your home builds equity, then you can um, drop that PMI. Absolutely. I think you do have to get an appraisal. They, your lender, your mortgage company would require you to do that. And if you can prove that you've got 80% loan to value, uh, or the value is, you know, then you can you can drop that later on. It might take a few years, depending on the market. But yeah. I know we haven't paid PMI in so many years. Yeah. I just know that it was there, and it was yep. a, it was a chunk back when we were doing it. Yep. And that's been, you know, 29 years ago. We've been in the same house. So, yep. I, and from the, my grandkids moving around the corner, which I agreed to, <laughs> I'm still like wondering what I did. <laughs> but I, you know, by them moving around the corner now, I'm probably pretty well locked into that house till I die. Mm-hmm. Probably so. I don't think I don't think my wife is going anywhere. Right, right. So, um, you know, I think that's an important thing though is to understand that with that not being as high, then you can. I think put the less important, down. Yeah, it put less down, but I think it's important to know that you still can use it to where you can use other vehicles to for your in for your savings or for your investment income to where you can still do your investment and i think that's important part that a lot of people miss Mm -hmm. is you need to be in a home that is affordable enough to where you can still make your income investments smartly so that when it comes time for that retirement then you actually can retire absolutely absolutely and we, we, we you know, on the mortgage side of things, we talk about it was really mortgage planning because each individual person's needs and financial situation is different. And we want to fit them with a mortgage that fits their needs in their overall financial plan so they are able to do the other things that they need to do to save and invest. I think that's important to understand, too, that it's it's not just a cookie cutter thing that everybody is different. And, you know, what one person may be able to afford may be totally different than the next person is able to afford and that structure may be totally different and they may make they may make the same income absolutely and so they may be able to afford something that you know is is a higher priced home and you know where the other person that makes the same amount of money because of well because of their spending habits correct Uh, they can't do that absolutely I, i think that's important well you know can you touch a little bit more lee on the process that's involved in in the mortgage and and getting one in pre-qualifying maybe a little bit more in detail absolutely um you know what the initial conversation uh, we can get we we speak to the person we just really want to talk about their residential history their employment history what kind type of income that they have uh, we want to pull their credit to look at the overall body of their credit, the credit score, and what kind of liabilities show up on their credit. And then we look at, um, talk about how much available cash they have for down payment and savings and, and things like that. And then we go through um, making sure that the monthly expenses that they have on their credit plus the new house payment is going to be in line with that income. Okay. And one of the, you know, the big thing is how income is, 
you know, it's calculated and that, that's a pretty long conversation. But, to, you know, if someone just gets a salary, that's pretty basic. But sometimes there are folks that, you know, earn commission or get paid per job or get bonus or, you know, or different or self-employed, different things like that. You have investment income coming in. D- different mm-hmm. things like that. And then that gets a little, you, you want to, it's, it's so vitally important to make sure the income is correct because one of the unique things, um, you know, it, it one of the misconceptions about having, you need to have 20% down as we've discussed, you can be in as a little as 3% down. So down payment is the biggest barrier, but one of the largest barriers to, you know, financing and one of the biggest problems of fallout of loans is when the income is calculated incorrectly. If someone's expenses exceed a certain amount of their monthly income, it doesn't matter how great their credit is. It doesn't matter how much money they're putting down. It doesn't matter. Any of that stuff is the second that monthly the monthly expenses get more than about 50% of someone's gross monthly income, no matter how great they are, they will not be approved for a mortgage. And so that's the really the biggest and most important thing to kind of you know focus on when doing that. But we walk them through all that, make sure we've met it. And then we, talk, we, um, we circle back with Tony to discuss that stuff. So we're all on the same page as when we got looking what kind of offer as Tony said, you want to have the offer specific as to what type of loan that you're going for, how much money you're putting down. And um, then we get the documentation to support that discussion to make sure that everything matches up with what we talked about. Upon finding a house, we do a full loan application where we have full underwriting where the, the, uh, the underwriters actually review the same information that we've reviewed. They do an appraisal on the home to make sure the value is in line with what the sales price of the home was. Mm-hmm. And then we get an attorney to do a title search to make sure that there's no issues with the title. And that process typically is about a 30-day process. You can do it shorter um, and sometimes it's longer depending again back to this case by case and individual needs of the buyers and the sellers and where they agree to do these things and how quickly they get you their documents yeah, yes how quickly they provide <laughs> yeah, you the information i would imagine there's a lot of co- a lot of cooperation on every end uh, absolutely you, you touched on one thing that you know i, I wasn't really really it's basically a 50 percent you need to have at least that open to 50 percent in order to allow for and, the, and the that's kind of that. a high number but but that's an absolute max and my point being is that you could have an 800 credit score you could have a million dollars in the bank you could be putting a hundred thousand dollars down on a two hundred thousand dollar home but if you're in between jobs or you just started a company that you don't have the history of your income there is zero income and your monthly expenses are greater than 50 percent of your monthly income and you will not qualify for a loan yeah well that'd yeah, be a hundred percent greater right there yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> back exactly. before 2008 yeah, they yeah. may have yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 be one of those things well maybe you better pay cash right exactly right exactly <laughs> right that's a problem you can solve well, it, with a million dollars and it's interesting the way y'all work together and i'm sure that you're you know most most agents that work for brokers and so forth and and the brokerages work with mortgage people that they're a lot of people say well you know why don't they work with more than one let's go out and you know there's a connection there maybe they they're working together and it prices higher Mm -hmm. i really don't see that it's more what is best for the person that's buying the home how can you best help them Yes, and we need to be able to reach the lender all the way through the transaction. And they are wonderful about follow-up and letting us know where we're at. Once we get through the due diligence period and an inspection of a home, then uh, the appraisal is ordered. And that is a huge hurdle to get over. Um, if the appraisal doesn't come back at value, then there's it can the deal whole deal can fall apart. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So the appraisal is huge. And so we are in touch with that lender all the way through. And um, once that appraisal gets back, we all just jump for joy that we can move on to the closing table. (laughs) Well, you brought up one real interesting point that I know most people don't think about until until it's really they're right there in the midst of it when they really ought to be preparing for it before they when they start getting ready. And that is what are the sellers need to do to prepare the documentation of of their finances and all that what kind of things do they need to actually put in place and get ready to give you as far as documentation well um the closing attorney that is involved in the transaction will search title and look up the seller's uh, payoff information and so a lot is handled by our closing attorneys here and we have wonderful closing attorneys here in the Gwinnett area Absolutely. so uh, as far as the seller goes uh, we do a listing agreement you know when we go to list it and uh, and then I get you know get get all the features the special features of the home Um, and um, of course we just want to make sure that they will net after you know real estate commissions and any closing costs that might be asked for that they can make their payoff you know back uh, when we went through the downturn that's the homeowners were upside down and -hmm. they couldn't most of them now are right side up again and so that's the big thing you just want to know what their payoff is uh, and then you can uh, come to a uh, an amount that they will net after everything that that they will walk away with once the home is sold. Um, well, when it comes to the people that are selling the home, mm-hmm. uh, what is it they need to do to basically prepare for the market and, and, mm-hmm. and how they can handle it? I go and I meet with them. I sit down with them and, uh, and look at their house real closely and help them uh, determine if their flooring needs to be replaced, if the walls need to be painted um you know you want it to be showing really nicely in this market um even though it is a seller's market uh, we do have some homes that maybe need work and so we might would sell those as is you may not make as much if you would just maybe put some granite in update just a little bit then you can realize even more than you've put in the actual upgrade itself because when buyers come through they think oh my gosh this house needs so much work and their imagination really expands to be more than what it would really cost that homeowner to put in five or ten thousand maybe if they've got it get it in tip-top shape um, declutter uh, make sure it's clean don't Um, don't put in a pool yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I talked with somebody one time said if i put in this pool it's going to give me so much more for my money no and that was just a lot of people don't even want pools absolutely Uh, the liability is ridiculous right and and we really don't have that many pools here in gwinnett to be honest we have so many swim tennis communities now that's us we don't need a pool we got one up there i've now 30 years i've never been in the pool (laughs) that's right and that's what buyers are looking for too you know gwinnett county has a lot of families and they want uh, a recreation center sometimes so not all neighborhoods have these amenities and that's okay too you're Mm going to have a buyer for those too but uh, a lot of people do want those swim tennis communities and there's plenty of them too Mm -hmm. Uh, they want someone that's keeping the neighborhoods and all by the The, homeowner association keeping the hoas yep keep them from having 15 cars three of them on blocks in your driveway yes yes so it's good to have that so uh most sellers do uh uh 
are willing to. They're, it's not uh, a state requirement necessarily to fill out a disclosure statement uh, about their home, how old their HVACs are, how old their roof is. So there's a disclosure, a seller's disclosure that is completed, and we pass that along to the buyer to review, and then it becomes an exhibit to our contract. We have our purchase and sale agreements here in Georgia that are written by, I think, wonderful attorneys, um, you know, in the uh, Georgia Real Estate Commission handles all of those forms, and they're, um, they're, they're wonderful forms that, that help us get through. Um, well, I've got one final question, and that is, can you explain a little about what happens once a home goes under contract? Yes. Um, once a home goes under contract, then um, there is usually just in the beginning stages uh, a due diligence period. Uh, when a buyer purchases a home, they get a chance to inspect it. Um, they get a chance to, um, you know, uh, basically hire a private inspector to come in. And we typically like to get this done in the first few days, uh, 10 days at the most, because it's a hurdle in a sense to get over as well as that appraisal. So um, they hire their own inspector. The buyer pays for that. Seller just makes sure that utilities are on and they usually leave the house and uh, they take about three hours and so your private inspector checks the house up and down and after that the buyer would have an option if they wanted to of terminating if they weren't comfortable with something they found or asking the seller to make some repairs uh, which the sellers usually are pretty good about doing that or sometimes they just want to offer you know a reduction in price or some sort of um, um, you know uh, compensation yes for that so after we get through that due diligence, then that appraisal's ordered, uh, and, they can, and the buyer continues to work on the loan while the seller just sort of sits back and hope everything's going okay. Crosses the fingers <laughs> and hope this thing closes. Right. So you've been there, done that. Uh, uh, and like you said, we, we're pretty good at sticking. In fact, North Point, they don't miss closing dates. Um, so once that, you know, our contracts, there's nothing, uh, no, no stone or turns. You know when you're going to close. There's a closing date you're shooting for. Uh, and uh, that's that's what you do. You just it's and about 30 days later you're going to the closing table and the attorneys here handle everything uh, for you and then they wire your your proceeds into your account and you can move on to your next home or whatever your plans or are. Or move on to your next search. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And sometimes we do do back to back closings. Yep. You know they're under contract for another home that would be contingent upon that one closing and so that would be an exhibit added to our contract. And all of it's all in, all in the contract. You know, it's, it's an important part of the whole process, of course. Well, it's an interesting process. And, you know, I can't encourage people, young people especially, more any more than I feel like now to get in this process, get out of these apartments, get you a home, start building that equity, giving you something to move forward to. And the best thing in the world is do it before you start a family. You know, when you're young and you're in apartments, right. start looking at really doing something to invest. Right. right. And, you know, they were saying the millennials were ones that really just didn't want to buy. And, and now we're seeing that they are buying. They and they are 95% of the time using a realtor, too, and instead not only that, of just. They actually do like cul-de-sacs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pools in the neighborhood pools for their the kids when they start having kids. Yeah. Well, if somebody wants to get in touch with uh, y'all, Tony, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, how would they get in touch with you if they want to talk with you about Possibly well, getting into this process. they can call my cell phone. My cell phone number is 770-827-1288, and I answer my phone all the time or text me. 
uh, or go to my website. Um, I guess that's the best way. I think with cell phones now, we should always be in, you know, able to respond quickly. Absolutely. And I do. I think I give personable service to my clients. And that is the reason why I'm, I'm really proud of the repeat business that I get. Well, I could appreciate that. I'm one, I'm one of the few people in my company as the owner that actually answers their cell phone and every see, single that's, time. And see, that's the key to giving good service. Absolutely. That's the reason why you're doing well. Well, thank you. Lee, how about you? Uh, same way that cell phone is, uh, I live by it. So that number is 678-409-9299, or my website is lee at leeblodgett.com. And again, that's Tony Curtin with Remax Center and Lee Blodgett with Branch Manager for North Point Mortgage. Appreciate y'all being here today. It's been a great conversation. I hope some of these people pay attention to what we said. Yes, me and too. And maybe get into the market. Give, give us a call. call. Yep. We'll Thanks take so care much. of you. The one call, that's all. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the time. Thank you um, so much for having us. Well, thanks a lot. Well, thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. And let's face it, there's no better security than to have a home. So thanks again to my guests, both Tony Curtin and Lee Blodgett. And for producers, Mike and Trey, I'm Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.